0: Welcome to Midnight Sessions, I'm Chris and um this is just a new episode of Midnight Sessions. <laughs> Midweek <laughs> I'm sorry. Um it, it's it's been a week, honestly. It's it's been but it hasn't been like as bad as like sometimes it is, you know. Uh everything's been pretty much normal at work i would say but I, I i gotta say it's it's been a little um better than it has been in the last few weeks like uh customers have been pretty nice uh where i work at uh families are all right i would say i mean there's a little bit of you know stuff going around but li- life is not life without drama i guess <laughs> And, um, it's just uh, there's been like a few things that have been going on in the past few days. Uh, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, and it's it's such a beautiful island and and I love my country so much uh it's it's a country that's so rich in culture and uh so so distinguished and and the people that live in Puerto Rico are so nice and and, and friendly <laughs> even though they kill each other down there but that's mostly you know people that are not and not so good uh pats. but recently there's been uh, a guy um, i mean he was like 56 years old i would say and uh he was a teacher that had three jobs and he he worked in two schools at the same time okay he would go to the first school he was an english teacher uh he would work there from 8 a.m to three because that's what usually like schools run in puerto rico i mean i don't know if they've changed uh the system but that's That's how it used to be uh, when I was a student there. Uh, And he would do that. And afterwards, he would go to another school on extended hours to give um, English classes and, uh, you know, tutor kids to have problems with the subject. And uh, after that, he would work overnight as a security guard. And then he'd go home. Take a quick nap, shower, dress up again, and show up to work. And it's just crazy, honestly. Like the stuff that we do for money—it's like, I mean, and, and it's only not—it's not, it's not only just for money; it's more of a to survive, really. Like that, it puts you into perspective. So he was coming back from his overnight job as a security guard and uh on his way from home to school I, I think or i think he was going back home from the security guard um night job and he fell asleep while he was driving and uh he went over the speed limit and uh, he hit a truck and unfortunately he passed away on the act. And like the death puts so much things about life in, into perspective. Like it, it, it makes you think a lot about like what we are as human beings and, and what it means to be alive during this um, time in history uh my condolences to the family um i don't know if if they're gonna listen to this but i i hope so and i just want to wanted to let you know that i'm very sorry about your loss i I lost two family members last year and um it's it's been a hard battle for me and it, it doesn't get easier And it's just something that you learn how to live with for the rest of your life. And some people go towards drugs. Some people go and manage the pain with alcohol. Some people do it with therapy. Some people do it with taking long walks of the park. Some other people can't take that fight. And unfortunately... Um, take their own lives and um, it's it's a really sad reality. And uh, so uh, concerning um, what I was talking about about the teacher, so he had three jobs and and it's crazy that according to like his fellow uh, coworkers, all their teachers in the school, the principals, And uh, the people from his overnight uh, overnight job, he was very punctual and he always shut up on time, even though he was working three jobs. And I'm like, wow, like I only have one job at this moment, Uh, but I I did work two jobs um, a few years ago and there were times where I didn't have any time off like i on my full-time job i worked full-time which i still do and then on the second one i did part-time and i would work it i work on my full-time job five days a week eight eight hours a day and then on my part-time job i would work either one or two days a week uh and i would work a whole day and like from I would say from 11 to 7, 11 to 8, with no lunch breaks because I was the only one in the store. And, yeah, I, like, there was times where I didn't have... I had maybe one day or maybe two days off, and I was just a working machine. And, like, I noticed that that really screwed me up. Like, my sleep schedule was was bad. My mental health was... Uh, My mental health was terrible Because I was just in that mindset of I gotta, money, I gotta make money, I gotta make money, I gotta make money I gotta make money And it's like, you don't get any time for yourself You don't get time for Your family, friends To do any hobbies Or anything, you're just working all the time And, and, and in reality It Doesn't even matter that much At the end Because like when you look at it, you spend all that time working and having money and all that to pay bills and, and debt that you've accumulated and, and all for nothing. Cause one day like it, it happened to this teacher, like he fell asleep while he was on his way back home from work. And like, I've, I've reflected a lot into that. And my mother, uh, who passed away last year. Um, When she passed, she was at work also. She was working, and all of a sudden, she fainted and had a heart attack. And unfortunately, when the paramedics came around and took her to the hospital, uh, on the way to the hospital, she, she passed. And when I found out how it happened, I... I was still working two jobs, and I was still very obsessed about money, Uh, but recently, like, my mother's passing, and more recently, this um, teacher that passed away, it has made me reflect about how we as human beings, um, you know, waste our life away pretty much working for 30 plus years and after that we only get a few years to enjoy when we're old and we can barely do anything anymore because we're old <laughs> and like on your productive years like uh, most of the time like we eat fast foods or processed foods and we leave we live in this fast-paced life where everything you want everything quickly and like you don't really take the time to take care of yourself and when you get reach that age you have so much illness your body is so messed up after years and years of just working and eating bad food and not exercising or and not taking time for yourself that you end up you know living your retirement years or your golden years, like you want to call it, you pretty much end up just spending them away in between doctor visits and drinking medicine so you can keep yourself alive for a few more years. And after that, you just fade away. And it's it's really sad, It's it is. That all your good years you spend it like on a company or working hard, And all of a sudden your life just goes away and and most people won't cry for you. And and that's sad. Like sure, like for my mom's funeral, a lot of people showed up to my mom's viewing in Puerto Rico. Like my mom was born in Dominican Republic and A lot of people showed up to my mom's viewing in Puerto Rico like uh, I I wasn't able to go because of work Uh, and because I had to go to the Dominican Republic and I had enough money to go to the Dominican Republic to the viewing and the funeral and a lot of people went to my mom's viewing in in Puerto Rico and in Dominican Republic and and that made me happy because at least some like my mom was the kind of person that everybody liked and she got along with everybody and every chance they could she would help somebody and a lot of people really appreciated that and I really appreciate you guys uh the people that really uh you know knew my mom and the people that showed up or the people that like send me a message or extended their hand to reach out to me, and, and um, and I, I can't imagine uh, what that what this teacher's family is going through because it's it's just so painful. And the thing is, like he he lived with his mom, so I think like he was helping pay for his mom's bills. I would assume, and his mom was the one that went to the crash site to identify the body. And just the thought of that gives me... It ties a knot in my throat, like... Because it shocked me a lot when I saw my mom on the casket. But I wasn't the one that identified her. That was my, my uncle. And I can't imagine her being the mother, uh, you know do you, you get pregnant and you spend all these years formatting this this person and all these years and all this energy and all this time into building this person according to you know how you were raised and all that and all this money and all of a sudden like he's just it's he's not there anymore. Like you see his body but it's he's not there anymore. And and it really is, is sad. Like that's why like I, I, I try to tell my friends and and my family members. I know recently I've been a little disconnected and I've been I've been trying to take care of myself and, and try to heal. Uh, it's a long process and I know I, I shouldn't do it, but it's just how I manage, I would say. And like, some people find out how I am because of this podcast. (laughs) So I really appreciate um, the support, uh, this idea of mine and it's just everybody, everybody is different and the thing is uh, that I'm, I'm talking about this teacher is because right now all the teachers in Puerto Rico are on a protest and they are demanding the government to uh, like pay more to teachers. Teachers don't get paid enough, even here in the United States. But in Puerto Rico, it's it's so little like they barely make $1,200 a month and that then things in Puerto Rico are expensive like I went on November to Puerto Rico to deal with some of my mom's things and like I went to Walmart and I bought a gallon of distilled water the same brand i get in the states in the states it only costs it only cost me a dollar two cents maybe which is like very cheap but in puerto rico i paid three dollars and 79 cents and i remember because i was like jesus like (laughs) it's expensive it's expensive and like Imagine living there, having to pay taxes there. Like taxes over there are crazy too, and getting paid very pretty much nothing because most of the things goes to paying bills, pay the house, pay for the car if they all the if they are still paying for the car, pay for their cell phone, and the thing is the government doesn't even like give him supplies for the materials that they need like markers uh paper like writing paper or you know stuff that teachers need to teach and they have to provide for these materials themselves too and not only are the teachers protesting but the firemen are protesting too uh like the governor of puerto Rico recently uh pretty much said hey uh because because the, the their salary hasn't been modified in i think since 2003 2003 and we're in 2022 so it's been almost 20 years since the fireman's salary hasn't been modified and 20 years is a lot of time and like The same thing that you got in 2003 doesn't cost the same as 2022. It's been 19 years and they're still getting paid their misery. And they were, you know, they were telling the governor, like, hey, uh, we need more money, like we're risking our lives out there. And the governor pretty much said, hey, uh, every job has a risk and Like, nobody told you to take this job. So if you want it, you got to pretty much suck it. It's pretty much what he said, (laughs) really. And it's very denigrating. And the situation down there is just so messed up. Like, a lot of people that I know, including myself, want to go back to Puerto Rico. Like, I I dream of the day to go back. But the thing is... The situation down there is so bad it's it's just like economy is not as good uh even like the health system is not good also like there's barely doctors over there uh and the on the on the few doctors that are over there are underpaid or they're extremely busy with dealing with the people that are sick over there. And pretty much, like, if you want to get, like, an appointment, it's, like, it's going to be, like, maybe four or five months, the wait time. And, like, it's it's terrible, really. And I feel for my brothers and sisters from Puerto Rico. I really do. And I I really support the teachers and, and all that. Like, keep fighting for your... For your freedom, man. Keep fighting for your, for your money. Keep fighting for for your profession, because being a teacher should be one of the most high-paid jobs in the world. Yeah, I know in in some places in Europe, like to be a teacher is like one of the highest-ranking like jobs, because it's like you're modifying the next generation. You're building the next generation of people that are gonna come, and most people don't don't think that. And it's like it's being a teacher is so important because it's like you you're you're giving this person that doesn't know anything. You're giving them knowledge. You're giving them tools for the future, so they can make their own decisions. And kids are the future. And and teachers are the ones that deal with them kids man and it, it's gotta be hard nowadays I, I mean i must sound really old but i mean back in my day <laughs> back in my day like we didn't have a, this much technology i mean i'm only 26 years old but like when i was when i was in high school like smartphones were starting to be a thing and uh We just, we only only had like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I think Snapchat was starting, but it wasn't as popular as now. And that was it. (laughs) That was pretty much it. And yeah, it's just harder because there's so much with the smartphones. You have so much information running at the same time. And so much entertainment and so much content that it's just... Yeah, it's got to be harder to keep the attention from the students to the class. So I really feel for for the teachers. And every time that I help a teacher, uh, because at least here where I live, uh, some of them have like the, when they get off work and they go to my work to, I don't know, pick up stuff, whatever. uh, I see them with the, you know, the little card with the photo and says oh the, the name of the school and then it says teacher and i asked them oh you're a teacher and they're like yeah i teach and they tell me "Oh, i teach kindergarten or I teach fifth grade and, I, and every time i get the chance to help a teacher i always try to thank them and and i let them know like hey you are important And I really appreciate the kind of job that you do. Like maybe when I was younger, I I wouldn't look at it like that. But now as an adult, I really see the value of being a teacher. And I just want to thank all my teachers that have taught me over the years and Even though they may not listen to this, I still want to thank them, and I thank all the teachers of of the world, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do anything. (laughs) Pretty much, not even like talk or write. So, so thank you very much, uh, teachers of the world. Thank you, and uh, please never never stop teaching, and keep working hard, because your job is very appreciated. And even though you think you're not doing anything, or may, or maybe when you think that you're not uh, making a difference, you are. Maybe you have a group of 20 kids and maybe 18 of them don't care about the class, but there's two, or or maybe even one student that does care about the class, or, or a student that stands out and and a student that you really inspired that's that's one person that can make a difference in the future it only takes one and we can do it one at a time <laughs> so don't give up don't give up on us just keep pushing and we'll push too thank you very much for listening to my podcast uh podcast is available in I think four, four different podcast platforms. I know it's available on anchor and Spotify and Google podcasts and in Apple podcasts. So if you have any of those, you can follow me, uh, and I'll keep posting weekly. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing. And, um, uh, I I hope you enjoyed this episode and um, I'll see you in the next one.